NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. If you sign up for WinBet right now, you'll get a $500 risk-free bet. All you have to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win, W-Y-N-N. And if you send in your first win bet screenshot to podcast at sports gambling podcast.com you'll get a free sports gambling podcast t-shirt how great is that you get a free 500 bet and a free t-shirt plus there's tons of boosted bets including a wheel spin to boost parlays perfect for hashtag dgens only WinBet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, Mich- and Michigan is coming soon, and plenty more states are on the way. So keep checking sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win, W-Y-N-N. Monday and welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee, and I am joined by Zach Swiss Bank Broner for our 112th episode. Zach, how you doing after a long weekend? I'm doing good. Um, glad to be back Monday morning. Talk hoops. I know uh, we both had a fun night last night. I know you got, you got some uh, Browns fans in the family. So big, yeah. weekend, big, big weekend for football. There was some good NBA uh, on this weekend, if, if anybody had the chance to catch it. And, um, yeah, looking forward to breaking down some matchups for this week and talking about what's going on recently. Absolutely. I am I'm pretty exhausted. It was a long football weekend. I was distracted by football a lot of the weekend, uh, especially my wife's family is all from Cleveland. So I get more Cleveland text messages when they're playing than I get Arizona text messages. Whenever an Arizona team is playing, it doesn't seem to matter uh, some for some reason, they all care. think I care about the Browns so much. But congratulations, Browns fans. I am happy for the Clevelanders out there. Um, yeah, a lot of good NBA action this weekend. However, I got to say, Zach, are you getting – how depressed are you getting about our picks? Because both of our picks have not been going well. Everybody seems to be struggling with NBA picks. Um, this is my first full season doing it. I think this is your third season season doing it from the beginning um can you can you give us some like positive thoughts or anything out there yeah i mean look you i you got got to stay positive i definitely this is my first time that i've started off badly and i'm chasing from behind usually i think in the past two seasons i've started off well and then you kind of stabilize but yeah every look every night's an opportunity to make up two three games here and there um you know, I obviously don't recommend, I think we, we both know we're doing this for content purposes that, you know, n- neither of us are risking, you know, a hundred dours on each of these games. So at, le- yeah. at least we have that to, uh, that to uh, make us feel better at night. Um, yeah. But yeah. I think it's just, you know, definitely um, it's a grind. It's definitely, but we, we, we will turn this around. I, I, I think our luck's going to start changing things starting to make a little bit more sense, I think. Um, but yeah, it doesn't seem like, the NBA is uh, going to be anything like like any other year, uh, and that's safe to say now that we have a lot of COVID issues popping up, and um, what this year was supposed to look like is already in full swing with teams missing players, contact tracing, teams playing games with eight players. So uh, we, we it's time to buckle up for the for the roller coaster that 
the rest of the season is sure to be. Absolutely. I hope the season keeps going. It, we have some big hiccups to talk about. We will talk about when we get to our news section. Um, yeah, I, I got to say thank, thanks for all of our listeners. We have a lot of new listeners and I'm happy that you're here. Um, but just so you realize, don't don't follow all of my exact and I's picks. We're we're not sharps. We're we're just gambling NBA gambling enthusiasts, more or less. Um, and but I think a lot of people realize that I haven't gotten a lot of shit from people online. Uh, and I've noticed a couple of our reviews are like, hey, these guys are actually very truthful when they're cold. So <laughs> that's good to that. We're not we're not trying to sell you guys picks. We're we're just trying to uh we're just nba enthusiasts here right we're no we're, we're, we're known for our honesty and our integrity on this podcast yes. yeah <laughs> when we're bad we're bad and we're bad right now but we're still <laughs> going to talk about nba uh, because we love it so let's get into our news items for this weekend um one of the biggest things that we got to start off by talking about we, we already touched on the covid uh the celtics have a number of players out due to contract tracing they also have kemba still out uh, with his uh, knee issues, um, their game against the Heat last night got postponed because I think Avery Bradley has contact tracing. Is that what the deal was? He was like the game before he was like dapping up with the Boston players or whatnot. And that has caused problems. Um, what's the latest with the Celtics team? Yeah. So uh, what we've seen so far with the, uh, with the NBA protocols that they're not going to release whether or not a player actually has tested positive or whether they're just in the protocol for contact tracing or other reasons. Um, mm -hmm. So right now it seems like you have a couple of players in the Celtics that have tested positive, but also a couple of players that are implicated by contact tracing. So this is kind of, I think what we're going to see when a team faces a COVID issue is you're going to have some guys that are out for seven days for testing and other guys that are out for 10 to 14 days for like actually getting at, Maybe they have the virus. I, I don't, I, you know, it's kind of uncomfortable to speculate or whatever, but mm -hmm. um, you're going to have this sort of mixed one week or two week um, issue. I think the one bright spot for the Celtics here is their schedule kind of breaks nicely. Obviously Jason Tatum is now out for 10 to 14 days. Um, I don't know if you saw that. So yeah, they are going to be dealing with the, with these issues for the next couple of weeks, but they luckily have, um, they play the bulls. Is that tonight? They play the bulls tomorrow. Then they have the back to back against Orlando. Then they play the Knicks. Um, so five games that are relatively manageable. Then they get a back to back with Philly. So that, Hopefully they can have some health uh, by then. That would be uh, nine, nine to uh, eleven days from now. So yeah, they could play we, the second night of that. So go ahead. Do we think that the Chicago game is even going to go? I mean, was was the main issue because I I was reading that the Celtics had just enough players to go, but then Miami had some issues. Is that what the thing was? So that's why they ended up canceling the game. Yeah, I do think I think there were issues. I also think it was kind of a culmination of this weekend for the NBA where like COVID issues were hitting left and right. And the NBA caught a lot of heat for playing that Philadelphia Denver game the day after, um, you know, Seth Curry had that positive test mm -hmm. snafu where he didn't find out till the game started. So I think, you know, we have like, it's so hard to remember right now that before the season, this is what the players in the league agreed to that they were going to trudge through these types of issues like the NFL did in a non-bubble scenario. So, you know, right now we're kind of reaping what we sowed by, by set by this setup. Obviously I think this setup was the best for all parties, but we're going to have to deal with these types of issues. That's why the NBA is so adamant about, you know, getting these games played because they don't want to send the message that um, COVID is going to start canceling games where, where you can contact trace and still 
field a, a you know a a roster for the game yeah yeah um so definitely the celtics are gonna be struggling uh, being shorthanded here you're right they they don't have that tough a schedule although chicago has been a lot better and miami or i'm sorry uh orlando has been a surprise team this year um so just because they you know, it's not as hard of a schedule as when they were like playing Miami or Indiana or Brooklyn. They are, uh, they're probably going to struggle over the next three games or they're going to have to have some like really deep bench guys step up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, they're, I mean, they're, look, they're not the only team dealing with this right now. You have the Sixers in this, in this protocol right now. You have the, um, the Dallas Mavericks are partially in the protocol as on Maxi Kleba. Um, had some issues. Are there any other teams right now that you are aware of that are affected by this right now? Yeah, I mean, Dallas, they have guys yeah. that are still stuck in Denver. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, Dallas has. So, yeah, I, I know I think, San Antonio's coaching staff had issues as well. I'm trying to think if there are any other teams that are. Well, and now Miami is probably having problems yeah. because they said that. So we're and the not Bulls, sure the Bulls good. as well with Thomas Sadaransky. Right, right. But the Bills have actually been playing well. They've had guys out for a couple or at least a few games, a week and a half or something like that, and they've actually started playing better with those guys out. I'm not saying that that's connected. I think it's more about them finally connecting with Billy Donovan. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on that. So, definitely, I mean, this, this season, as difficult as it's already been to gamble on it, it's even more difficult because you have to watch up until the very end to see who's playing and who's going to be sitting. And with Seth Curry – you know, it might, it might happen in the middle of the game where we saw him have to go out of that game uh, even after it started because uh, it was a late COVID test. Yeah. And I, I would definitely just say, um, you know, there's a website called official.nba.com and it has the, uh, and the daily injury report gets updated 1:30 PM Eastern, 5:30 PM Eastern and 8:30 PM Eastern. I would definitely recommend just bookmarking that page. I always check that, um, at each of those times when the teams are required to submit an injury report, you get the freshest news. Um, also, uh, at Fantasy Labs NBA on Twitter um, does update throughout the day with uh, with injury news taken directly from that official report. So, And now for a quick break for a word from our presenting sponsors, and we'll be right back. This podcast and all the great podcasts on Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Win. Bet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t-shirt. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a piss. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part of it is it allows you to bet with no vig that's right no vig betting that's in 40 states sign up at betteredge.com promo code sgp for a free ten dollar bet that's better b-e-t-t-o-r edge.com promo code sgp and finally we're brought to you then 
by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers that make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash gp. That's aceperhead.com slash gp. Moving on, we have uh, the Washington Wizards. A uh, big blow for them. Thomas Bryant looks like he is out for the year. Uh, and speaking of contact tracing, we have Bradley Beal having sit out the other night with uh, contact tracing, and then Westbrook is banged up with issues. Um, this Wizards team, I, I was a believer. You weren't so much. Uh, what are we thinking with this Wizards team right now? Um, right now, the the record is two and eight. Uh, I think they're slightly better against the spread, right? They're uh, four and uh, I think they won four against the spread. No, five against the spread. Um, what are you thinking with this Washington team? What do we do? Do we just completely stay away from them for the time being? I mean, I, I think they're still, they still gonna be a bet on team. They've been competitive. They've, you know, they've been in some close games. I think their, their record very well could be different than what it is. Um, I think the thing to watch for this team is like, you know, do they go, do they activate plan B, whatever that is with, uh, you know, potentially mo- moving Bradley Beal, but they still, you know, ha- how do they how do they transition into a rebuild with Russell Westbrook on this roster? I, I have no doubt that they, you know, plan for that possibility when they acquired him a multi-year deal. Um, they still want to work towards the future. So I don't think this team's completely done. I think they're they think they're they think they're still pretty good. Um and they'll be competitive. So I think it, it's just a team that you want to monitor. Um, and they might they might be crossed off the list uh sooner rather than later. But um for now, I think Russell Westbrook's been dealing with some, you know, mild lower body injuries. He uh, should be good to go for this week. So um, I'm not, not, not fully off them yet. Yeah, it looks like they have, uh, they just started a homestand uh, for three games. They have Phoenix coming there tonight, and then they have Utah on Wednesday, which, I mean, definitely two tough matchups for them after just losing Bryant. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with Beal, but um, you're right. They could go in full rebuild mode if uh, if things don't go better, but I don't know. I mean, they, they did acquire Russell Westbrook, so I can't imagine. Is there any chance they try to trade Russell Westbrook and Beal midseason? Uh, yeah, I think it would be hard to trade Westbrook, but I, I'm assuming they had some sort of backup plan for a non-competitive result of that Westbrook trade. But yeah, yeah. look, I, I think as a home dog tonight to Phoenix, I kind of like them. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not fully out on this team looking forward to seeing Mo Wagner, um, take on a more of a role as the backup center here with, uh, Thomas Bryant injured Robin Lopez, obviously he'll have to play more. Um, yeah, do you think they, I was reading, I think they're going to start Robin Lopez cause they need more defense. Yeah. 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 Robin Lopez will start, but I was like, you know, Mo Wagner should play a bigger role here. He's a Michigan guy. So, uh, looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, if you are a fantasy player, make and if Robin Lopez is still on the waiver wire, uh, definitely go pick him up now. Okay, moving on, let's go to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, they have KD back. That's good news. But then they got totally jobbed uh, last night. What is going on with Brooklyn? Yeah, I mean, definitely seeing that 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 it's much easier to come out and play hard in the first game of the season than it is in the tenth game of the season. Um, when they were so dialed in on the defensive end in those first couple matchups, you know they're they're now officially on the uh, roller coaster of being a championship or bus team in the regular season, where you know you got to bring your own energy, no crowd to motivate you. Their defensive effort was pretty weak last night. Steve Nash, um, with his first 
you know, his biggest moment so far as a coach, I think, calling out his team in the media, um, mm-hmm. saying he was disgusted by their defensive efforts. So we will see if that wakes them up. Obviously, Kyrie Irving dealing with personal issues. Um, so don't want to speculate on that. Uh, obviously, it's a, you know, it's a weird situation where they were all so it was all kumbaya vibes in Brooklyn. Uh, it was it was all good just a week ago, and now yeah. you know. And I, I'm not I'm not worried about this team whatsoever. I still have them as the best team in the East, um, but they are going to be on that on that same path as other teams we've seen in the regular season, where they don't really care about the regular season. They just want to get to that playoff ch- uh, playoff chase, where you know that's what they've been working towards. But you got to win games to get there. You can't lose to OKC at home. Um, I mean, they lost to Memphis and OKC over the last couple of games. Yeah, and 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 they they've had it. They've had injuries. They've had contact tracing. So, you know, it's it's certainly somewhat excusable. Uh, I think you see, no one is real, and not to zoom out too much, but no one's really playing that well to start this year. You know, there's no ten and no team. There's no um juggernaut so far anyone could lose to anybody it's very fascinating to see uh i think you're forgetting the phoenix suns <laughs> i mean I, I look there are some good teams but the phoenix, they still have three losses right yeah they do yeah um you're right no i mean a lot of teams are struggling nobody's starting off super hot uh but yeah i i'm gonna stay away from actually putting money on this nets team until further and and, and until we get some more stats and and see what's up with Kyrie. Okay. uh, Moving on to the final news item. I wanted to touch on your Charlotte Hornets, three impressive wins uh, in a row, two against Atlanta, one against the Pelicans, LaMelo ball, youngest player ever to log a triple double uh, against Atlanta this weekend. They, he flirted with a triple double when they played his brother's team, the Pelicans, um, I mean, does Lamelo is this all Lamelo has to do, and he's gonna, you know, continue being a rookie of the year favorite, or is you like, are you still on Weissman? No, I mean, I, I've I've said all along. I thought Lamelo Ball was the best player in this in this draft class by far. Um, you know, he he is looking like he's pulling away for rookie of the year. So I think, you know, I mean, he's gonna get these bigger news yeah, items. He, he, whereas he has, he has Weissman is like a consistent. And Edwards, too. Anthony Edwards has been playing very well, too. But they're kind of consistent. They're not really making highlight plays. Yeah, Whereas exactly. LaMelo, even when he has a bad game, he's in, like, sports center. And the, Yeah, and the Hornets have the early narrative. Obviously, LaMelo Ball LaMelo Ball has been great. They're talking about moving him into the starting lineup um, now with how poorly Devontae Graham has been playing to start this year. So that's another sneaky storyline to watch in Charlotte. Uh, Hayward, obviously, when he's been – in the lineup, he's he's been really good. Uh, twenty one points, five boards, four assists. Um, so they they have an, a lot of nice ball handling options. And Lamelo Ball, yeah, you can't say enough of how good this kid looks. Um, super good handling the basketball. Obviously, incredible passer, and the three pointer is coming along. And that was kind of the the question all along. Thir- shooting thirty five point six percent from three, that's obviously good enough to open up the rest of his game. Um, I really enjoy watching that Hornets Hawks game. Uh, LaMelo ball was flat out bullying Trey young. Um, yeah. So that, that was definitely a statement made. This kid can play and he has a really good size. I think, you know, he, he is that sort of loose fun lead guard type of player, but he has a big, he's big bodied and um, 
you know, I, I think this kid is going to be a, a superstar for years to come. So very, very impressive, especially as a, just as a team player. He's not, he hasn't been psycho at all. He's been doing the right thing, you know, giving out high fives to all his teammates. They seem to like playing with him, um, playing within this system. So good for him. Well, it's and hard good for not the to like, it's hard not to like a guy with his basketball IQ yep. and his passing. I mean, he is, he looks like great. And, you know, he's, he's as good as his brother or better with, with the, with the court vision. Yeah. I mean, he, I think they're different. I think Lamelo's like very, very good off the bounce, like, you know, pick and roll ball handler. He throws that nice behind the back pass to the pop man. He's hitting that with, he has a good chemistry with PJ Washington. Um, Lonzo's obviously more of like a head ahead, quick, quick passing guy. Um, but yeah, really Lamelo ball can't say enough. I mean, he's playing 25 minutes off the bench. Like he's playing a role for this team. And mm-hmm. everyone thought that he would be this selfish guy who needed everything to revolve around him and that he would hijack this franchise. You know, they're five and five. He's playing a role. Gordon Hayward's still getting his. Um, Rozier has been playing really well. PJ Washington. So um, good vibes coming out of the Hornets other than Devontae Graham. Yeah. I'm wondering if, you know, Devontae Graham, nobody expected him to be so good last year. It might be an aberration like a one-year aberration for him, and he kind of has come back to earth now. Yeah, definitely. Okay, moving on. That was our news items. Now we are going to talk about our uh, previews for Tuesday. We've got three games we're going to touch on. Uh, I tried to pick teams that we haven't already previewed, so we're going to start with the Utah Jazz versus Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, The Cavs are home. They'll be on a back-to-back. They are playing tonight. they're also at home tonight against Memphis. So a bit of an easier game than this Utah game, but we'll have to see how they play tonight. Uh, Cavs just finished a six game road trip. They're five and five against the spread. They are two and one against the spread at home. And they're the best home team right now against the spread covering on an average of nine points. They've only played three games, but that's the best in the league so far. Uh, the jazz are looking better after really struggling in New York, five and five against the spread. Uh, Joe Ingles is struggling. He's had some injury issues, but uh, overall, I think that they are looking better. Uh, what are you thinking with this jazz at Cavs? Yeah, it's funny. I mean, the, the jazz team has kind of been an enigma in this Cavs team. Um, I think they, they still have one of the best defenses in the NBA. They've been, mm-hmm. um, they've been very, very good on the defensive end and, Still a nice story. Um, yeah, you know, checking on the injury report, I think you see um, Darius Garland and Colin Sexton are both out again tonight. This is Monday night, so we'll have to see if they play tomorrow. And you obviously have Dante Exum, who's playing really well for this team. He's out for six to eight weeks. Um, so that's kind of a big loss for them. But, yeah, I think I actually I like the Cavs at home here probably as a decent-sized dog. I saw that the Jazz were favored by, I think, what five and a half six in new york um mm-hmm. a couple nights ago so maybe it's maybe four and a half five here four four and a half um well they would just favor wait, who did they play they, they were favored uh, by seven over the pistons last night yeah so uh yeah and then and they beat milwaukee at home too but that was without Giannis, right yeah i would i would say looking at probably four four and a half four maybe five here um i like the Cavs at home i think this Cavs team is pretty frisky um, they got a lot of athletes. I like uh, their they they with with their two point guards out. They were starting uh, Damian Dotson. I think Isaac Okoro together in the backcourt. So 
some weird fun lineups. But yeah, this 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 uh, Cavs team is very solid on the defensive end. Um, and yeah, the Jazz have kind of been an enigma, sort of six and four. Um, you know, they, they still only have a point eight po- uh, positive net rating here. Cavs slightly below zero. So um, I will I like the Cavs at home here. Yeah, I think. Um... I mean, the Utah are they're five games into a seven game road trip, uh, the three and two straight up and against the spread on that road trip uh, after really stumbling at to be to begin it against the New York teams. Um, they do seem like they're kind of coming more into their own. Uh, they've got a, I think that they're really they're below what they were in three point. They led the league in three point shooting percentage last season as a team. Uh, and now they're uh, closer to like number 10 overall so i do think that their three-point shooter will improve i think that this jazz team is on the improve but uh, you're right they've been kind of an enigma on uh, when we when we really were both high on them coming into the year yeah and and i I think they're still kind of building up um but yeah donovan mitchell needs to play a little bit better so it'll be he'll be uh definitely um looking to press in this kind of matchup here um you know you want to see what what happens with uh with this Cavs team tonight, but look, they, they, they've been, I mean, they held the bucks to a hundred points. Uh, you know, they, yeah. they, 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 their defense has been really solid and um, getting some really good basketball out of a handful of names here. So hopefully you'll have Garland and Sexton back for this matchup. I and mean, that's kind of the, the trigger point here um, just mm-hmm. to get, just to get the scoring going. AKA sex land. AKA sex. I've, I've heard that. that. That's a good nickname for them. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our next preview, we've got the Indiana Pacers, who just lost to my Phoenix Suns this weekend at, in Indiana. Uh, they are traveling to go take on the Golden State Warriors. Indiana is 6-3 and three against the spread. Golden State 5-5 five and five against the spread. Um, this will be the second night of a back-to-gack for them. They are playing tonight in Sacramento as well, so keep an eye on that. Uh, the Golden State, they are... Uh, four and two straight up and against the spread since Draymond has come back. He really seems to be a difference maker. Steph has taken his game up another level uh, since Draymond is back. They were surprisingly uh, this weekend. Uh, Toronto was favored. It was this was last night. Toronto was favored in Golden State last night. I'm not sure exactly why that was, but Golden State ended up beating him by just a point. Uh, Wiggins is starting to play a little bit better. I think he had five blocks last night. What are you seeing from these teams, Zach? Yeah, def- uh, great game last night between the Raptors and the uh, and the Warriors. Fun to have that on a second screen during the Browns game. Um, and, yeah, I think definitely I think I'm going to eat a little bit of crow on the Warriors. I think they're showing that their level is their level is pretty solid. They look like a back-end mm-hmm. playoff team for sure. So, um, you know, I was wrong about this team. I, I thought they were completely falling off the face of the earth. Draymond Green – you just can't say enough about how much he stabilized this team. He he's really uh, just taken on a, such a variety of different uh, responsibilities, ball handling, passing, screening, and then just being a stud on defense. So it'll be interesting to see what this line is. Like you, I was shocked that the Raptors were favored last night. I finally had to uh, fade the Raptors out there. I think l- betting on them every single game so far this season and losing every single one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this, I, I, I know why the, were they favored? Do we do we even really know why they got the two? The, they were giving up two and a half points. No, I mean I think it was it was just like you know thinking that the Raptors have played poorly, but that their baseline is still is still a pretty high playoff East team. Um, mm-hmm. We will have to see. 
Um, this Pacers team still high on them. I think that Suns game don't want to read too much into it because they they were you know they've they're that, that was a you know against another playoff team good good opponent. I do think uh, Oladipo and Brogdon were were having a tougher time uh, getting into their best looks um, without TJ Warren, who's now out of the lineup. Um, and you saw inefficient performances from Brogdon and Oladipo in that game. So um, I, I still like this Pacers team. Tough back-to-back here. I, I think you could see if they, you know, win and cover against the Kings tonight, maybe uh, maybe a little second night of back-to-back blues um, on mm-hmm. that West Coast travel spot. That, that's kind of what where I'll be looking here for the Warriors at home, assuming the line is short. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're playing much better. And, you know, Wiggins definitely – they're – They've done a good job of getting guys to buy into roles. I think it might limit their ceiling a little bit, but they're basically treating Ubre and Wiggins. They're just saying, like, you guys have to be studs on the defensive end and then, you know, run the floor, get your easy buckets, and then Steph will find ways to get you involved. But they're really trying to set up the hierarchy of this team and let Steph cook. So um, it's worked out so far. Yeah. It'll be interesting to start seeing. So Indiana is starting a five game road trip tonight. Uh, They go Sacramento, Golden State, Portland, Phoenix and Clippers. We'll have to start seeing what kind of trends emerge from these longer road trips. Obviously, this season, the NBA scheduled uh, five, seven, eight game road trips for some of these teams just to keep them out to limit the amount of travel they have to do because of COVID. Um, That is something we really have to track is how these teams are are playing four games into a seven game road trip or something like that. Yeah, I totally agree. And you know, it's also like it could, but could it, there's basically seems that they're just sitting in their hotel room all day. So yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to follow, but yeah, I mean, the motivation also wanes throughout a road trip like that. So I, I, I think this, 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 this it's going to be a good spot for golden state. I think I like golden state here for sure. Just pending what this line opens up at. Yep. Our final game that we're going to preview, we've got the Miami Heat versus the Sixers. This is a first night of a two-game series over three nights for these two teams. Uh, Last two games of a four-game road trip for Miami. Uh, However, they didn't play uh, the second game due to the game delay for COVID. Um, The Heat are three and five against the spread. Philly is six and four against the spread. They've been really good at home again, like last season. Uh, they've had some COVID. Philly's had some COVID issues. Uh, so we'll have to see if this game gets played. I think it will. Uh, what, what are we seeing with uh, Heat or Philly? Which game? Which team you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the Heat first. I think it's 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 pretty. They've been very quiet to start the season. I feel like no one's really talking about them. Um, it's been a sleepy, sleepy start for this Heat team. They've had you know press conferences talking basically after every game saying like we need to wake up we need to start playing our brand of basketball because we're not there yet um you know it's pretty crazy jimmy butler is averaging 15 points five boards five assists this is a guy people were talking about as a top 10 player last year and he was that in the playoffs but it just shows how you know i don't think it's wrong to say the bubble was very well set up for this heat team and they really did overperform in the bubble that's not a knock against them whatsoever. Uh, they stepped the fuck up, so good for them. But you are seeing uh, the regular season blues hit this team a little bit. I mean, how much of this is a championship hangover, though? I mean, it's only been two months since they were in high-pressure yep. games. We're seeing the Lakers uh, kind of coast as well. They're just able to win more games because they're the locals and they have so much more talent. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I think that that's that, that's definitely a part of it. They're in that hangover mode, and they're you know all of a sudden they're not in that bubble mindset of like we're the heat, you know, we're we're the biggest dogs of all time. So um, I think they'll figure it out here. Uh, going on the road to Philly, obviously a tough place to play. We know um, where the Sixers are going to be dealing with some COVID issues. It seems like and the fallout of that. They they're supposed to play at the Hawks tonight. Um, I wonder who will be on the injury report for that game. Yeah, so it'll be a back second night of a back-to-back for Philly, and they're going to have to travel from Atlanta, and we'll have to see who's on the injury report. So hard to really speculate on this game yet. Make sure to check out NBA, uh, our NBA picks at uh, sg.pn slash NBA picks. Um, we need to probably wrap up soon because we've had some audio issues, so we've gone a little long, um, but we're going to go ahead and get to our hot trends uh, Zach, why don't you get started? What trend do you have to throw out for us tonight? Why don't you go first? I'm, I'm still getting back online here. Oh, no problem. Okay, so I am going to go with something that I heard uh, on the Zach Lowe podcast I'm talking about. They were, they were talking about Milwaukee and the Clippers and their crazy three-point shooting percentages to start the year. Uh, we've got the Clippers leading the league with uh, 42.4% from three, and we've got Milwaukee uh, right behind them at 41.4%. I think that the Clippers, especially with the addition of uh, Kennard and uh, Nicholas Batum, can keep up not quite this high level of three-point efficiency, but maybe close to it. I don't think they'll have as much fall off as Milwaukee might be setting themselves up for because we've got Middleton right now currently shooting 51% from three. Uh, he's 40% for his career, so that's bound to fall off. We've got DiVincenzo shooting 47%. He's 34% now. He's still a young player, so he might be better than a 34% shooter. Uh, but I don't think he's at 47%. And then you've got Portis and Holiday at 40%. Um, that might be something to really watch with this Milwaukee team. If their three-point percentage falls off, which is bound to, are they going to start losing more games? They've already been shaky to start the year uh, straight up and against the spread. So uh, Giannis is really going to have to pick it up more if this three-point shooting falls off more. Uh, any thoughts on that one, Zach? No, I think that, that's a great trend. I think we're definitely going to have to keep uh, keep our finger on the pulse of uh, shooting luck, that kind of thing, as this season goes along. Um, I'll go with a more with a more ATS trend. Um, this Suns team, I'll, I'll focus on them. Um, I, I know you picked them last week, but just with that with that spot at Indiana, um, you know, I would there the Suns are undefeated as an away underdog this year um, against the spread. So. Um, that Indiana spot kind of brought that to light for me, but this Suns team, I think exceeding expectations. I think they're 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 more than just a cute team. I think they're cert- they're certifiably solid, um, and you're seeing Chris Paul really raise the floor of that team, so they can go on the road and uh, beat expectations. So, looking to uh, stay on this Suns team as they we kind of recalibrate them up the Western Conference standing, sort of in our minds. Absolutely. That's a good trend. Thank you for, uh, you know, bringing up the sun. So I don't have to, uh, no we got to get out of here. Uh, follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. Follow Zach at NBA Zach B. 
Uh, check us out on Locker Room tomorrow and Thursday. We'll be doing live shows on there where you can call in and chat with us and uh, give us your stats as well. Uh, we'll be doing podcasts uh, Wednesday and Friday this week as well. So make sure to subscribe to NBA, a gambling podcast on Spotify and Apple. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go get it!